and welcome back to Brainchild, where potentials are unlocked in life and in our careers. First line of business, I graduated. I am officially a Bachelor of Science in Hotel Administration. Congratulations to the class of 2021. It's been a rocky, rocky road, but also a meaningful and a memorable year that I think I'll remember for the rest of my life. I can't wait to see all of my peers at the five-year reunion at the hotel school. This week's episode is going to be a very, very special one for all of us and especially me. So a few months ago, I was walking by this playground, a public playground with a set of swings where children around the ages 9 to 10, they seem like, were playing. And I felt this huge urge to walk up to them and strike up a conversation, except I chickened out last minute and ended up just coming home. And as I was sitting in my room, I just thought about why I didn't just start a conversation with them. And I realized that it's been ages since I talked with someone more than a decade younger than me. And I forgot how to talk to younger people. Do you ever feel like that? Do you ever feel like since going into college and working professionally you talk to your peers you talk to your boss and supervisors but you have less and less opportunities to speak to younger people unless you become the boss and you hire young blood or you have children and when conversations are severed that is when generation gaps start forming and I had to do everything in my power to prevent that. So when I recognized this problem, I knew just the person to talk to. In this episode, we will converse with a very talented, bright fourth grader named MJ. MJ currently attends an international school in Taipei, Taiwan, where he just finished the fourth grade as the class president. He also was recently awarded first place in a junior debate competition. Ooh, and I forgot the most important part. MJ is my little cousin, so my uncle's son, and my uncle is my mom's little brother. So, yeah. If you enjoyed this episode, you can leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, and it will be a tremendous amount of support to Brainchild. I will also give a personal shout-out to you. So when we come back, we will hear from MJ about being the class president, being in debate competitions, and some of his favorite memories he made with his friends. Hello, MJ. Hello. How are you? Good. Good. Your winter break or your summer break just started, right? Yes. Yes. What have you been doing with your break? Mm, well, we couldn't go out that much. So I just spend my time doing <clears throat> things with my family or just playing video games or calling with my friends or yeah. Wow. That sounds like a fun break. Yeah. I didn't know you played video games. What games do you play? These days in my school, a lot of people play a like a online game called roblox it is not really like a game it's like a social media network and so people can create games and also play games and meet their friends and make friends and yeah so it's kind of like a social network so me and my friends play and play a lot of games yeah that's kind of mind-blowing because when i was 
back in elementary school when I was in the fourth grade, there was no social media. There was no oh. online games that you could play with your friends. That is of this caliber. Um, we've never done something like this. I think it's the first time we're actually talking to each other in English, right? Yes. Do you want to introduce yourself briefly?、Mm, okay. Wait, do I have to like, say my name and things like that? If you want to, yes. Okay.、Uh, my name is MJ, and I've been living in Korea, and now I'm here at Taiwan. And I've been in about three schools in Taiwan and Korea.、Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've been at,、uh, in a school in Korea for about maybe one. Six months. Oh, I've been there about like about six months and then I moved to Taiwan. And after moving to Taiwan, I went to a school called Dominican International School, which was like a religious school.、Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so, but that school, I think, compared to my other school, maybe it was a little bit small. Because about each grade had two classes, up to about 40 people. Wow. And my next school was, I think, the largest school I went, and I'm in that school right now. It's called TAS Taipei American School, and it's pretty big and it has a lot of people. So, about in one grade, maybe up to seven to eight classes. That is. Such a big school, I didn't know that. Yeah, do you know everybody in the school, or is it just too big of a school that you just have your core group of friends? Maybe, no, I don't think I know everybody even in lower school. This school also has middle school, high school, and it has a lot of yeah, that's. That's an interesting thing about international schools. You know, I went to an international high school myself, and some of my friends have been going to that school since kindergarten, whereas I came in the eighth grade. So, in your opinion, do you think that you enjoy going to the smaller school that you went before, or do you like the, the big size schools better? I think I like the big size schools better because it's like, like, There's more to explore and more friends to make, yeah.、Mm -hmm, absolutely. A lot of people, yeah. Yeah, I'm very excited for you, your next steps and going into fifth grade after the summer, right? How exciting. Okay, I actually wanted to get started by playing a fun game first. Okay. Have you heard of, I'm sure you've heard of the game. It's called Two Truths and a Lie. Have you played it before? No. You haven't? Okay, so、yeah. basically, I'm gonna start and I'm gonna tell you three things about myself. Two of them are true and one of them is false.、Mm. And then you're gonna tell me which one the false one is. Okay. Yeah? Do you think you can do it? Yes. Okay, sounds good. And then you're, you're next after、oh, that. Oh, okay. Okay, so number one, I have a black belt in kendo. Oh, okay. Okay, number, number two. two. I am a professional scuba diver. Okay. Number three, my first pet was a dog, and his name was Juju. Okay. <laughs> okay.、Mm. Do you want me to repeat the, the three facts? Or no, I already.、Good? I think I already know. Okay,、mm. go ahead. Take your guess. I think the two truths are that you have a dog called Juju and. Second, you're a professional scuba diver. Are you absolutely sure about your answers? Yeah. Okay. You were almost 50% correct, 50% incorrect. So, yes, indeed, my first pet was Juju. I think your dad also had 
a dog named Jitsu when he was little. (laughs) And then I did have a black belt in kendo that I won in the fifth grade, but I was not a professional scuba diver. Mm. I've only scuba dived once in Guam on a family trip, which you were there too, but you were like a year old or two years old. I'm not sure if you remember. Do you remember our trip to Guam? No. Not really? Okay. But my mom, she's a licensed scuba diver, oh. so your aunt, she knows how to scuba dive better than I do. Oh, wait, really? <laughs> yeah, see, we're learning about each other. Hmm, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. What about you? Can you think of three things? Mm, okay, wait. Wait, I think. Wait, I got it. Wait. Hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, first one is that I twisted my ankle. And the second one is... I can speak about three languages. Okay. Okay, wait. The third one, I'm thinking of a tricky one. Hmm. Oh, a tricky one. Hmm? <laughs> Is your dad helping you? <laughs> By the way, I'm going to include your voice, Brian. Did you hear that? <laughs> she said she's going to edit your voice. No, I'm not going to. Oh, she's not going to edit the voice. Hmm. Mm, wait, let me think. So you twisted your ankle. You can speak up to three languages and... Oh yeah, I spotted a penguin on the beach. Oh my, that is a tricky one. <laughs> okay, wow. Twisted my ankle, but that can happen like any time. Can I add something? Sure, if you want to. Twisted my ankle and uh-huh. uh, it hurt to walk for two months. Ow, yes. that yes. is pretty hurtful twisted your ankle and hurt for two months i feel like it's hard to be in pain for so long for that long unless you broke it like you have a broken ankle but i i feel like i never heard about it i feel like your uncle would have told me if that happened to you (laughs) i mean my uncle would have told me your dad yeah um i know for a fact that you can speak three languages chinese english and korean so that's true Spotted a penguin on the beach. Um, it's really hard to make that one up. So I'm going to say true for that. So the false one is you twisted your ankle and it hurt for two months. How did I do? 50-50. Oh. First of all, um, mm-hmm. you got it correct that I spoke three languages. Okay. And you said the penguin was the truth, right? Right. Okay, first of all, that's logically impossible because penguins don't leave it, live in beaches hot as taiwan and second of all uh i never spotted a penguin okay and also i twisted my ankle when i was like riding like a children's motorcycle so yeah oh i'm sorry i didn't really i couldn't really like i could walk but it just hurts like a little bit maybe yeah yeah you really outdid me on this game you're right we're playing the logic game now aren't we (laughs) well thank you for that i wanted to get started with our talk so happy that we're doing this call i know you just finished fourth grade just off the top of your head what was one of your favorite memories that you had at school Mm. with friends well one of my favorite memories in fourth grade is when i was not in school (laughs) i think we were very lucky have this experience because it was like barely before the COVID-19 like the outbreak in Taiwan so Mm -hmm. yeah so we went to a place called Camp Taiwan which uh, in TAS we 
a lot of people go. So in Camp Taiwan, there's a lot of very a lot of people like it because a lot of people like the food there, the activities, and a lot of things. So we were all excited because last year in third grade, we couldn't go to Camp Taiwan and we had to. So what the teachers did in third grade is we decorated the classroom so they looked like camping, and we brought tents and sleeping bags. We watched movies and yeah. How creative! Did you actually sleep in the classroom? No, but in fourth grade you were supposed to sleep there for two days. But、mm. then after COVID nineteen, this was the plan. We will stay two days and zero night. So we go there and then come back at the first day about. Very late, I think about four p.m.、Mm-hmm. And the next day we eat dinner there, like we eat a light dinner day there. So we had, I had a lot of memories in Camp Taiwan. First, the bus ride. So we, I was sitting with my friends, and we thought of a. We just first started talking at first, and when we we're going back to our school, we thought of a very interesting game that is a murder mystery game.、Ooh. But then the teacher. Didn't think it was very appropriate for school, <laughs> and so we had to switch it. So it went like this. So there was a fruit. There were fruits, a human, a pineapple police, and an apple farmer. Interesting. So what the fruits could do is the fruits are innocent, and the human <laughs> is the murderer.、Okay. He can eat the fruits. Okay. And then the pineapple police try to figure out the the human. And then the apple farmer is basically like the best role in the game, so you、mm-hmm. can rather heal yourself,、mm-hmm. or you can like arrest, like arrest people. Okay. So you have two choices. Okay. Yeah. So it was actually pretty fun, and we went there. Yeah. And also the activities were so fun. Yeah. Wait. So talking about the game, it sounds like a adaptation of the game of Mafia. Have you played that one before? Oh yeah. Yeah. But this one sounds more fun, cause like I want to be an apple farmer. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds more fun. People are always complaining when they became fruits, and then, <laughs> and then also the apple farmer decided to um arrest the human. So everybody just ended up arresting the human. Interesting. So yeah, it was yeah, it was. We got some good laughs from that. Yeah. Are you good at pretending that you're not? Well, we weren't very good at that, so we just everybody already like sometimes knew.、Mm-hmm. But then we just tried to get like revenge by eating them or something. <laughs> How funny! Yeah. What else? What other activities do you do at this camp? Uh, we did a lot of things. Um, we did a lot of things: rock climbing, zip lining, and then there was this one very famous activity in Camp Taiwan called. Um, the giant swing, which is very huge swing in the hill of the camp, and you get to swing on、yeah. it. But we heard that the it was broken, or other theories about like it was wet or whatever. Yeah, so we couldn't ride the um giant swing. Were you disappointed? Yeah, but I think my favorite activity was archery and、mm. cooperative games. Yeah,、mm. oh very. We all hated ecology because you had to put on boots. But then one of my friends, he spotted a spider in the boot, like a very small one. And then we we hunt for like shrimps, baby damselflies, baby dragonflies, or it was actually pretty fun. I caught a shrimp myself. Yeah, no, actually、wow. I caught a water strider, but uh, it ran away. So we had very we had a lot of fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a lot of fun. 
And we also played this game called the Rainbow Tag. And there were a lot of, like, about 40, 40 to 50 people playing. Oh, yeah, 50 people playing. And so we were playing this game called Rainbow Tag. So if you, you were a team of a color, there were six colors. It was seven, but, like, we needed more people, so six. Everybody was given, like, a, like a b bandana, which you can put it, like, tuck it under under like your pants and then somebody will have to pull that out and then they get a tally of a color on their arms however so if you're the color team red you have to you have to um catch the people who are orange Interesting. and then the so orange, every team is given one color that they can catch only yeah. but then you can't think other people as like allies because example i am the color red and my team my friend is in yellow, like, yellow, and then later you will have to move on. When, when yellow, like, when red finish was, finishes with, um, orange, they'll hit for the yellows. And so it keeps moving on, and when you have six colors, you come inside the main lobby, then you, the game over, and you win. And so my friend was like, oh, I really want to win this game. And so, like, I was, I was going around trying to do things and then and then i heard somebody want the gong ring and then we went to see who it was and i figured out it was my friend who won so i was very surprised wow i used to play like capture the flag oh yeah PE. it sounds a little bit like it but, but a lot more fun with all the colors yeah. and a little more complicated that's like one of the things i really miss about school now that i'm not going to school anymore. I just graduated. Um, PE mm. class was one of my favorite class of all times. Wait, did you also graduate college? I did. I just oh. graduated about two weeks ago. So unless I'm going, I'm probably going to go to grad school in a few years. But until then, I won't have like winter breaks or summer breaks like you do. It's a weird feeling because, you know, you start school since you were a kindergartner and then you're in school for over a decade of time till mm -hmm. you graduate from college. So you, you have a lot of years to come. Summer camp is such a great time. I think that's one of the reasons why summer is a lot of people's favorite time of the year. And oh, one of the achievements I heard from family was that you were a class president in the fourth grade mm. is that correct oh yeah that was my long story so when we started fourth grade our um counselor came and announced every every class in fourth grade when i was in third grade we didn't do this and they said this was new this year in 2021 and so there will be two representatives of third grade fourth grade and fifth grade and so you have to do a speech you your classmates are not technically gonna vote the like the teachers are gonna judge and so i got started with um my speech i tried practicing a lot and i practiced until i can memorize it yeah and i like i got my um tutor help me with the speech a little bit and so there were like a lot of people signing up and stuff i think everybody did very good so yeah why did you want to run for class president because I thought like I wanted a special role and like represent the class and so I did that and my speech got like a very good hit. After that everybody remembered me as like very talented at speech and debate. So like when we it was reading time and we were reading suddenly the counselor came in. She told us who won and it was me and somebody else who also did a very good speech. 
Wow. I'm happy yeah. for both of you. How did you feel when you heard that you got the I position? I felt very excited at first, yeah. And then, so we got to meet the head of the school. Like, so there's, <clears throat> for lower school, middle school, and high school, there's a pr principal. But then, there's a, like, a head of the school that controls everything that happens in the school. It was, before it was somebody called Dr. Heresy, or I forgot. But then now it was Dr. Dodge, so we met her. Yeah. And what does exactly what does a fourth grade president do? Well, um, we advise the teachers and we can tell like we can give them um, <clears throat> ideas about events. We planned out a lot of events like in St. Patrick's Day. I think that was the biggest because we had like a white game with 160 people playing. It was a game called Leopard Contact. Wow. So if other upcoming fourth graders or third graders, fifth graders, to listeners who are in mm -hmm. elementary school yeah. that are wanting to run for class president, do you have any advice on how to ace your speech and how to be a good leader for your peers? Mm. Well, before saying that, let me just tell you guys something because I think one lesson I learned is don't expect too much. I thought student leader council would be easy and everything will be like very good and I wouldn't have to like take my time and stuff. But then after about two months i just learned something every time every day it felt like when i was about to go to lunch recess i just like a note came that i had a student leader council meeting which then i couldn't have my recess time so sometimes i was very upset and sometimes i was like regretting about joining the student leader council and sometimes yes i was sometimes very yeah sad and there were a lot of responsibilities like you have to lead the morning meeting where teachers usually lead but you get to lead me i think that was also like a very good experience so Events, overall looking back yeah overall looking back i think the biggest biggest thing we did in fourth grade is it's called the flea market which is um donating money for um saint anne's home and so what it is is that people donate like their like their toys or like other things that they're not using and then people get to shop for it and they sell in a really cheap price so like i got a pair of not that very good sunglasses but sunglasses for 10 nt and also you can get like a stuffed animal for under 50 nt and yeah a lot of you can get a lot of very good deals and th there's something called raffles which you can buy the raffles put it in people buy like 20 30 at a time and there were a lot of great deals like raffles for ipad ps3 ps4 and a lot of things mm, as they say one man's trash is another man's treasure and listening to you, your experience about being the fourth grade president, it seems like yeah. one has to be ready to and make also, sacrifices. Yeah. But overall, it was a worthy experience, right? And also, I think this was the biggest role for the Student Leader Council. We created a video for the flea market and it was uh, meant to be shown to the whole lower school. So I think that's over like about 800 people. And so they had to all see the video of us talking. Mm -hmm. And everybody was it talked, like a fun skit yeah. or 
no, it was very kind of nervous. Yeah, we were talking about the flea market. Everybody spoke once, but then somebody didn't want to do it because they were shy, and I volunteered to take her place, so I I did twice. Uh, and I heard from MJ my, is not at all shy yeah. to speak. I heard from one of my friends that when he got on the bus, everybody started talking, and they were like, they were like, hey, you're the kid on the video, and they started talking about that. And wow, so, yeah. what a celebrity, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Yes. You enjoyed the recognition from friends? Yes. You did. Okay. I know that one of your biggest commitments throughout the school year was being on the debate team. Is mm-hmm. that correct? Yeah. It wasn't really a debate team in the like the school, but I attended a after school class called um the ADL Asian Debate League. And so we like I learned debate there first at the summer camp and I thought like debate was actually pretty good so i started debating and i saw that you won first place in the asian debate league tournament recently right yes but um i learned a very important lesson that don't like overthink yourself and you might think that you might be good enough to like win a debate league or something like that but sometimes you need help because when i started in summer camp i also got first place in the tournament because there were like a very two good friends who teach me debate and so like we went through and we won first place and also there was a um partner who i worked with for a long time he also helped me like every night he sent me a gmail about like his recent uh recent research or recent updated his documents and so yeah i think i got a lot of help from people to win debates and so I thought that was very important. You brought up very interesting points. I feel like not overthinking when you are about to start something is very important. Even adults overthink and sometimes doubt themselves. I do it all the time and I'm trying to get over that and also be okay with reaching out for help and be grateful for the the people that give you help that, that you need. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the topic of the most recent debate competition? I want to hear more about that. Yeah, the last competition was about the IMF, like the International Monetary Fund. I couldn't really think of the actual topic itself, but it was something about the IMF and if it's reliable. And yeah, we have a lot of very hard topics right now. I think one of the topics right now is um, about social media. Mm, Social media is always the buzz. What about social social media? Is social media uh, beneficial to... um, democratic values and do you remember your arguments that you made no i didn't really meet made it like but people in adl they like they just make like arguments for us we might be able to add on or make our own but we just use those Mm, yeah understand it and yeah Okay, well, in your personal opinion, because you you said that you utilize social media with your friends and it's just only going to grow from now on. Do you think it is Mm -hmm. beneficial? I think it might be beneficial in the future, but I don't think it is really right now. Or I hope that it will be in the future. Okay, why not now? Because of the COVID-19 outrage and a lot of, there's a lot of like, issues going on around the world racism gender inequality a lot of things are happening a lot of things are happening and so like social media is sometimes not used in a very 
kind or good way so i don't think it is really being used that well right now yeah yeah i agree with you there are mixed emotions and sentiments about social media i hope that we figure out ways to create a kinder community and a friendly one for everyone so how long have you been in debate for about a few months i think okay that's not a long time yeah accepted i'm still developing and yeah like compared to other people in the debate class i don't think i'm that good because a lot of people like those people are really very good at debate and what made someone good at debate well a lot of people like try to scare their opponents and so some there's a guy no there's a guy who is in fifth grade now going to sixth grade uh he also does debate and he was invited to join the chinese um debate tournament and he's very good um one thing he does is he tries to trick people with words and sometimes he tries to contradict us with like hard words and yeah Hmm. and so that's one way to win but one i think i think the best way to win is by like arguing and my debate teacher told me the a thing that you have to do for winning is comparing your argument and say why you outweigh like outweigh yours to theirs yeah Mm -hmm. okay yeah that makes sense how your argument provides a bigger value point than the others Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yes wow that was very interesting to hear because i was not in debate myself when i was around your age Mm. what other um pastimes interests do you pursue outside of school and your Mm. debate competitions well I've been doing a lot of stuff, making friends, doing stuff. But one thing I'm really focused on, I told you about like the the social network about like Roblox, the like the social network game. So I tried to make a game myself. And at first, among my friends, it was very popular because at that time, nobody in my class or none of my friends knew how to do like how to make a game in Roblox. And it was uh, created by a program called roblox studio so nobody knew about that and so when i created a game they found it interesting and very intimidating that i created a game and so they started playing my game and a lot of friends like played my game and so it was starting to go grow up and then my friends started creating games too and so they started creating games and we played each other game each other's game and and then we didn't get interested in building games anymore. So we went back to playing games and we played games, we played games. And now I I started like creating new games. At that time, I didn't really script and Roblox was a very um hardwired program. So it wasn't like a program called Scratch, which you can just put code blocks. So it was very like very hard and yeah. So you you do need to be able to code to create these games. You don't have to. I like you can search up things in the inbox, which there's almost anything, and so I can you can search up scripts and put it in your game. But then sometimes they don't fit well, and you're not creator of that thing, and so you might not be like very known to this kind of source. And so what I did is these days I started taking YouTube tutorials of how to script a game. Um, you better show me one of your games that you created because I'm very curious now. What else? So when you were little, 
I think when you were three, you wanted to become a firefighter. I'm not oh, sure if you remember. Oh yeah,、this. I wanted to. First of all, I wanted to be a firefighter. Then I wanted to be a police. Then I wanted to be a like a SWAT team member. Then, when I came to Taiwan, I wanted to be a doctor, like studying about cancer. But now I think I really want to be like a businessman and like understand the economy and try to like create a company. Do you have an, any idea what kind of industry? I don't know yet, but、uh, when I was in third grade, um, there was a time called quiet time where you can do like any choice of activities in the classroom, and so what me and my friends did is I started. First of all, it was called MJ Steiner, which I paint. No, what? How it started is I painted raw meat so well that people started ordering it, and so I created it called um MJ Steiner. So a lot of people. First of all, there was a, there was this guy, and that guy asked if he can work with me. So I teached him how to draw raw meat. Then he like he started drawing it very good, and then we keep asking people, and they keep ordering it, and we added a lot of things, and then a lot of people started to join, and yeah, I met some very good friends, and so we finally I created like a type of company inside the class classroom called JCM. That was the、uh, initials, first letter of all the. Creators. So I was the founder, and then the second person who joined was his name started with C, and the third person who joined started with J. So it was, it ended up being JCM. And when I created movies, games, or anything at that time, I initialed so it says made from JCM or something like that. Yeah, and it was it was a very big hit in the classroom. Everybody started joining. Like most people already knew about it, but then at fourth grade, like we got separated and things like that, and so I'm one. I'm wondering if I can like build the JCM in like real life. Yeah, I think that's totally plausible. Yes. How entrepreneurial of you to do think of that and to execute it. You'll have so much time ahead of you to like sample things and what works and what kind of business would work for you. But、mm -hmm. I think. Around your age, I wanted to be like a writer because I、mm. loved reading and writing novels, and I still do want to be a writer because you can be a businessman and be a writer. You can be a doctor and be a writer. And so we'll see when I publish a book. But I am doing my preparation. I was thinking、right、about publishing a book because、mm -hmm. I was um I was inspired by a book. It's called Bad Dad by David Williams. He, it was about a child. Whose dad was a um like a racer, and he was like god at it, and so a lot of people liked them, and they were very rich, and they but they were living in an apartment happily. Then one one day, a accident struck, and went out, and so he had an accident, and so he broke his leg, and he had to um have a surgery, and so he had a wooden leg instead, and then he went home. Then they just figured out that his mom left to live with a. Man with a no with a small man in a big house, and so they were a lot sad about that, and they didn't have enough money. Later to make money, his dad like tried to work for a gangster who tried who robbed banks and stuff, and then his dad goes into jail. So yeah, he was he was blamed for something he didn't really do. So sounds like a very depressing story. How is that one related to the story that you've been writing? So I also started writing a story about a kid and a dad. 
It was about a dad who was a taxi driver, but then he crashed his car. He, cr yeah, he crashed his car, and then like a lot of things happened, and he had to wait. Yeah, it went on the news, and a lot of things happened, and he got fired, and then. People were not sure of the taxi, so they protested, and so the whole taxi um industry had to shut down, and so a lot of things happened, and okay. so it was. I don't want you to spoil family. the whole thing because yeah. you're gonna publish it, right? Yeah. Okay, and then we can publish it, and then we can yes. even announce it here when it's been out for all on, of your friends to see. Yeah. On, yeah. Wow. Well, thank you for sharing all the details of that. Do you have any other questions for me? Um, I have a question about the podcast. So, so you started it, and does anybody else work with you? Good question. So, I am. Oh, it's a one man show at the moment. So,、mm -hmm. nobody is working with me. But as you have seen, a lot of successful podcasters will then start to create a team of editors, writers, publishers, and that is my long-term goal to have a team. Because when my dad like first told me about like the podcast and stuff, um, and so I heard it was released in where Spotify. Yeah, Spotify is one of the platforms. Yeah. So and I was like, I thought you were working in a company. Where they did podcasts, and you were just one of the people who interviewed people. And then I learned that you were the founder, and you were the only person in here. So I was just starting to wonder. That is one way you can get hired as a talent for a big broadcasting company, and、mm. then become a podcast host. Or other podcast hosts can also join a network of. A podcast network where then you have your own agency and managers. For me, I started as also a college student, so I started as a small creator, and I just loved being able to control the whole creative process.、Mm. Yeah, do you、nice. think you'd want to do something creative like this? Well, I I actually started started making a YouTube channel. Right now, most people are interested about um video games because COVID nineteen is out. Nothing to do outside. You're stuck in your house, and the future is coming to you. So they um work with their computers. They play with your computers, and a lot of people like liked YouTube, and they and they like YouTube, and they also like video games. So I started posting videos about um the video games, and people liked it. Yeah, is this like an instructional video no, or was, just you playing yeah, it? I'm, I'm like me playing or like a story. Yeah, it was actually pretty fun. Yeah, it sounds. I mean, some of the biggest, most popular video channels are video gamers, and then in the background, sometimes they'll tell like story time of、yeah. something totally irrelevant to the video games. And I'm and I'm trying to um be popular on Roblox by um creating my game because Roblox is a billion people like a. A billion visited app, and a lot about over a billion people plays it, and so I saw a lot of very successful creators. Does that mean you have a lot of followers to be popular on Roblox? No, you create a game that gets a lot of visits, then people will kind of yeah they start to follow you, then you get popular in Roblox. Mm -hmm. And, and what are the benefits of being popular? Well, if you get popular, you're known to a lot of people. And first of all, if you announce to the public that you have a YouTube account, they'll check it out. And about and in about a week, and you'll figure out that you have seventy two thousand followers.
no subscribers in games you can buy game passes or upgrades with that robux and you can do a lot of things with robux and you can customize your avatar do you own those online tokens yeah i got them for my birthday i think just a few weeks ago and i'm trying to save up because last year i wasted them kind of. <laughs> yeah yeah that sounds like a new currency of being an influencer i didn't know about roblox yes. as a way of you becoming popular why do you think you would like to be popular online i saw a lot of famous um like creators and it it was very fun to see that a lot like a lot of people beside your friends even people who you didn't know like played your game and so yeah because one of my friends was a successful creator it wasn't that really popular but it was still popular and so yeah yeah i'm sure you will be like that one day well thank you for all the answers and your story mm -hmm. time yes and i hope we do more calls like this even if not for the podcast mm. did you enjoy oh, it yeah do you feel like We've gotten to know each other a little more. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like I got to learn a lot about you. We never had like a long conversation like this mm. before. <laughs> I will see you very, very soon. Yes. All right. So bye. Appa, <laughs> 다 끝났어.